Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 26. I'm here with a very special guy, Martin Pinnell. So you're supposed to say what's up. Oh, hey there. How's it going? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's never done a podcast before. Uh, not a comedian, but a very funny guy. He was my uh, high school cross-country coach for like three and a half years. We'll get to that. <laughs> and uh, But first off, before we get into the meat of the episode, I also just wanted to thank you uh, because... The work ethic that you taught me through cross country that was pretty much forced upon me because for the first what like year i would always just ditch for like weeks on end um but i apply that work ethic to stand up and podcasting and stuff so i appreciate uh what you taught me early on my pleasure that was uh, i saw potential and I, I knew you had the ability to be great and if you uh, apply that to this i'm sure you can probably have similar results Thank you, thank you. All right, so we're just gonna fucking jump right into into stories. Um, so for cross country training, running every day, there was this. What was it, every Thursday or whatever? Oh, that's Villa Park. Not Villa Park. Oh. It would be. Well, there is a funny Villa Park story. My first race ever. We were freshman year. We were running at Villa Park. It's just summertime, and some little girl tripped me from behind, and like we were right next to each other, and I ate shit, and I was like rolling, and the only thing I see when I looked up is you just eh, just shrugging your shoulders, <laughs> and you ditched me, you just kept going. The race doesn't stop. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, let's see. So Pelican Hill, though, okay. where we go, and so we go what like two two thirty, and then we'd be back by like six, uh, but this one particular time. Uh, we were it, Joseph and I were in the back seat of your car, and you would we would it's a two mile uphill. We would run to the top. You'd drive us back down. Then we'd run up to the top again, and then you'd drive us back down. We'd cool down, whatever. As we were cooling down, I hop out of the car, and Joseph like gets stuck in the car, and you just took off driving. He had to like jump out of the car and like roll in the grass. Yeah, he pretty much uh, was. Yeah, so I'm diabetic, type <laughs> 1 diabetic, and uh, what happens with people who take insulin is every so often they can go hypoglycemic, which is extreme low blood sugar. That happened to me that day, and you basically just go retarded. <laughs> you have no sense of anything, and I think right at that time, I started kind of going down the wormhole, and I thought everyone was out of the car, but I didn't really check, and I just took off driving, <laughs> right, yeah, and Joseph barely made that out of the car the door closed on its like on its own like, yeah as you were yeah, driving so pulling away it was funny because you were supposed to just go get gas and then meet us at the pickup point yeah which basically i was supposed to drive a mile and yeah. stop <laughs> and wait for you guys to finish your cool down and then we'd all drive home and as we were as i was driving down uh, pacific coast highway just went right past where i was going one of the things that happens when you're hypoglycemic is you get like tunnel vision like okay. it's like almost like a computer. Like your last command, you will just keep doing that command. So the last thing I was doing doing was driving north on PCH, and there was no ability to, to change, and drove right past where we we're supposed to stop and wait for you guys. And this was uh, this was probably like five in the afternoon, so it was getting near like yeah kind of rush hour time, and ended up driving from Newport Coast. All the way to Seal Beach. Seal Beach. Jesus. That's like 20 miles. Yeah. Because yeah, what, what, what happened was we were all chilling, like just waiting. We're like, all right, like what's this fool doing? And then like an hour passes and we're like, all right, dude, like <laughs> what's, going, what's on? going on? And then of course, like people like, like, I think it was like Max and David was like, I have like so much homework. Like what's going on? And then like, <laughs> 
people like me and Joseph are like, hey, this is kind of fun. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and Thomas Duxon gets on the phone and he like he calls you and like you answer the phone, but all we hear is like, and like yeah, because you can't. You're so like I said, it's basically you lose all brain function, and I would just be like speaking like total gibberish. <laughs> And you got pulled over. And so we hear the cop in the background of the phone call, like, you just step out of the car, sir, like, all this stuff. Well, what was crazy, like, the craziest part about the whole story was I guess the cops had been trying to pull me over for a few miles. <laughs> and it was, like, it was like the ultimate low-speed chase because, like, I was just going the speed limit in traffic but not pulling over. And then more cops showed up, more cops showed up. <laughs> and then I have no recollection of this happening. But the cop told me that for about three miles, I was just driving into, I crossed over and was just driving into oncoming traffic. Oh, fuck. So I, I was in the fast lane of the oncoming and people were just getting out of my way and I was just cruising slowly. <laughs> and it finally got me pulled over and there was like probably like six cop cars and like three motorcycles. Like they probably thought, I don't know if that's PCP or who knows what. Oh my God. Like banging on the window trying to get me to like, turn your car off. And I was just like looking at them. Just like, uh. <laughs> I think the funniest part that you probably won't remember, because uh, you don't remember that, you won't remember this, but you were like late that day. So we were sitting in your That's car. That was every day. But you were already there, and we were late to leaving. And so Joseph, whoever else, and I were still in your car, but you left your phone in, in the car. And so we figured out your passcode, uh, and we changed okay. your wallpaper to a picture of my ass. I vaguely remember. <laughs> I remember that. And so the, the the funniest part to me was the fact that like if you got when you got pulled over by the cops, like if they looked at your phone at all, they would just see like a picture of a, a child's ass. Let's <laughs> <laughs> throw a reckless endangerment to child pornography. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been the most interesting stop they had I'd all. Be like week. no, no, officer, it's legal. He's from Thailand, so it's <laughs> by their rules. We also did the same thing to JD. Uh, we figured out his passcode. It was like the easiest thing. We were like, what's his 5K goal? And we just typed it in, and it was it was that. And we changed his wallpaper to a picture. We did that to everyone. We just changed a picture of wallpaper to my ass. It was just funny as fuck. It'd be crazy if you still had that picture. Uh, I didn't even have That's like four phones ago. <laughs> all right. One time, though. You, do you remember the time when you left your, your phone on top of your car, and you drove off, and you didn't get it back? Yes. Yeah, so that day, before you like left it, you, the reason you put the phone on top of your car is because me and Anthony were fucking with it in the car. So you like, were like, give me my fucking phone. You put it on the roof, and that's why you lost it. But we went through your camera roll, and like no one knows this, but now we're going to know, is we found a dick pic. Like your dick pic in there. Get out. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember if I heard. <laughs> okay, I mean, that could have been someone else's dick. No, your face was in it, dude. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And we were just in there dying, and you're like, what the fuck are you guys looking at? And we're like, oh, like, nothing. Like, someone texted you, and you just took it, took your phone back, put it on, and then you lost it. It was funny as fuck. Wow. The last thing that phone ever saw was... <laughs> so also, if someone opened it up, that was probably the last thing that was that was popped open. Nice. It was definitely a funny thing. Good times. Um, so what ended up happening, like, with the cops? They called the paramedics because fortunately, like two of the cops were like ready to get like super aggressive with me, and like they thought I was like just super high and sure. all crazy. And then one cop, um, I don't remember. I think all I could do was I was able to like raise my insulin pen and like show it to them, but I couldn't talk yet. 
Mm-hmm. And the cop's like, oh, he's diabetic. He's, he's hypoglycemic right now. And then he kind of calmed all the other cops down. He's like, we'll take care of this kind of thing. And then the paramedics came. They gave me an injection of, I don't know, blood sugar, or sugar sure. basically. And I came right back to, and I was like, holy crap, what happened, guys? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you've been, you're out of it. Um, and then... Is there any legal trouble at all? No. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, I just had to... Lucky. Very lucky. Another thing is, so how that wrapped up is we ended up getting in touch with like a couple people's moms. And so they ended up driving all the way out there. I mean, it's not that far. It's like five miles from the school or whatever. Um, It's just there's no freeway or anything. And so Joseph and I were in the trunk of the car and like to like make up for it or whatever. I think it was Miss Arsenyaga drove us to the McDonald's ice cream drive through and got us all like ice cream and stuff but like I dropped mine like in the backseat in, in the trunk of the car so like we were like trying to like think, it was it was a, that was a fun fun trip but that was something that's like did anybody ever complain about that because it's like that's insane because like, I would have thought you could have like, gone fired for something like that easily, right yeah easily <laughs> and no I don't know I think people people like me or they know that like it, I mean nothing like I'll do things that are like borderline effed up but like that was like not an, ever an intentional thing and it was kind of a one-off like that was a right. super super rarity um, but I am still surprised because the way moms are these days oh that would never fly like they're making their kids wear a helmet just to go to school <laughs> like <laughs> they sell bulletproof those, backpacks yeah though. getting in my car <laughs> <laughs> you still have that car I almost teared up when I walked up the driveway oh the Tahoe yeah oh man um, and so, yeah, so we would pull some of like the craziest pranks. Do you remember 2020? Like, you coached for how many years? I found out. Just anywhere, like in oh. general. Like the longest time. So, like, oh. all of your years blend together. I started together. in 96 and I ended your junior year. Right. So, it's 20 years. Probably, yeah. Like, almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you said that Mammoth kind of just blends in. So, Mammoth, for those of you who don't know, Mammoth is this training camp. We go there for a week. And it's pretty much just like bonding time and also like working out twice a day, whatever. Um, and so we would pull pranks on each other. And I remember you said before we even got there, I, I think me, Diego, and a couple other people, like you put us in your car specifically to have this talk with us. And you're like, look, like Noah and Hunter, like they're off limits. Like they're like <laughs> <laughs> they're sensitive and soft. <laughs> yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't prank them. Like, <laughs> I will say because Noah's probably gonna listen to this. Uh, I'm proud of you for all you're doing in school, dude. And also, like, we're not saying you're soft. You're a good guy now. But, like, back then, like, you were definitely, definitely sensitive. Well, and also, it was, I don't think he would have seen as much humor in a prank. Right. Like, if I pranked you, like, I could probably F you up pretty good. (laughs) And you'd laugh about it because you'd probably be pissed that you didn't think of doing that first. Right. Where at that time... Noah was a really good kid and probably wasn't that wasn't on his mind and especially because he was also younger he would think it was more like hazing right kind of thing but like we do it to you know everyone right uh, she said so you said they were off limits and so we the biggest prank that we did uh, was the one that I thought of and it was actually against Noah and I thought of I was trying to think of like she said don't prank him I was like how can we prank him without pranking him 
And so you, Hunter, and JD, another coach, were downstairs playing some game, and the condos were all connected. And so I had someone open the window in his room, which was upstairs, the condo you guys were at, and I had the entire rest of the team, so there's probably 18 of us, and we climbed out my window, three condos down, and we all walked across the roof. Uh, and it was funny, because we were passing by, like we were looking in the windows, we were passing by like families, like enjoying a meal, as we were about to go like, <laughs> just ruin this kid's night. And we go, we all just sneak through the window to where like, and we're all being quiet. There's a video that I'll have to find, I'll upload it. Uh, and we just, in the count of three, and I just screamed like, get Noah's shit. And everybody just started just, yeah. Like, and then we just started chanting like, Noah, Noah. And I can't believe that you don't remember this at all. I have no recollection of that. Because uh, you stormed up the stairs and like we all got like all quiet. And I guess Noah was downstairs and I guess someone said he was crying. He denies it, but I think he was crying because we were just, we, I think we just ruffled up his bed, but it was just, we wanted him to think we were fucking up his stuff. Gotcha. Uh, and so like, and it, it worked. It, it was funny as shit. But you come storming up the stairs, you're like, like what the fuck? And it was like 11 o'clock at night and you're like, quit being dickheads and shit. It was, I think it was, that was my favorite, favorite memory but then that was like day one that was like night one and so like we kind of set the bar like really high and uh i remember i was going through david and david and brian lou were sharing a room and they were like sleeping or something taking a nap and robert and i like scared the shit out of him and woke him up and i remember brian lou like jumped out of the bed like and so I, like immediately they're like oh like we're gonna get you back and those fools because they were they were older they were able to like, go down to the cvs and they got like a bunch of laxatives and shit but we found them like in their underwear drawer. <laughs> and so we all like made a truce and like flushed. It was, they, that, that trip was nuts. I remember Robert and Alan actually got into a fight because- Alan Loy? Alan Loy, yeah, you remember that guy? Well, of course. Uh, so Alan was like in the room, Robert and I were sharing, trying to like prank us or something. And we walked in on him and we're like, hey, like what the fuck? And so we chased him out the window and Robert like grabbed onto his shorts and like ripped him. Because he was just just two different directions, ripped him. Yeah. Uh, Alan takes off, and so then Alan comes and he grabs one of like Robert's shirts, and he like announces to everybody like "fuck Robert," like all this stuff, and he uses a pair of scissors and he just cuts it, dude. Get out! Yeah, he was. I, I have no reason that I would not have expected Alan to go that harsh. No, he went worse than that. He, <laughs> Brian Brian Lou pranked him with something, and Brian, for whatever reason, had brought like this hundred and twenty dollar pair of like leather boat shoes. And fucking Alan Lloyd put him in the toilet and flushed it like multiple times and like ruined him. Yeah, it was it was a nuts year, man. Wow. It was a nuts year. Wow. But at the same time, like we got so like our team was so good. It was like ridiculous. It was I think that was the same year that Edison was up there at the same time and so then we got into like a prank war with them. I remember they left all their shoes out uh, on their porch and Anthony Camargo and I, we ran over, stole all their shoes, and brought them back to our place, and we tied all of them together. And <laughs> we ran back. And you know the Edison head coach, or Brian? Brian, yeah. Brian, yeah. He, one time after a race, I think it was after, like, Redondo, like, a year later, he talked about it. And he was like, yeah, like, I was watching you through the window, and I just saw you, like, running away, like, tee-hee-hee, like, like a little fucking girl. Like, because I was, I was like, oh, I like, can't fucking believe it. you didn't do anything about it? No, nah, he didn't give a shit. He, uh, why would he care? I think, I think I heard a story. I think Cooper told me uh, that one time... Uh, they were like messing around or something and he took a he took an upper decker which is where like you take a shit in the upper part of the toilet yeah. <laughs> on his own team like in his own that he paid for like <laughs> so I don't think he really gave a shit um, yeah and so 
another one, sophomore, sophomore year. Uh, I think I think you answered the call. I can't remember who, but it was this was my first mammoth, and I think I was the only sophomore there. So it was just me and like all these older dudes that I didn't really like fit in with yet. Mm-hmm. And so we were all down at the the jacuzzi, and actually no, James Gilbert was there. Um, and because we were all down at the jacuzzi, and these like these ten girls from like the Laguna Beach team were there, and they were like hot as fuck. And we were like for some reason like I was just messing around with them, and. Um, as they were leaving, we could see them through like their window upstairs, and so I started like motioning like like the flash uh. us, <laughs> uh, and they started flashing us, and we were like they were like I was like oh damn like I'm earning so much respect from the seniors right now you know like this is my moment like, I was so hyped. And that would have been like like Max's senior, junior year, I think. No, you're right, because David was a senior when I was a junior. Yeah, so Max is yeah, senior so year. So it was Max, Will, and Sam. Max, Will, and – yeah, Max, Will, Sam. Will would have been the one to give you the respect on that one. Will was there, and it yeah. was funny as shit because they were they were all flirting with him the, the whole time. Dude, that guy was a gangster. Yeah. And uh, But one girl, she, like, tries to, like – she tries to flash her ass, and it's just, like, a hallway window. And she, like, falls and, like, hits the, the window and almost falls out. And so, like, we literally almost, like, watched some, like, and it wasn't even, she wasn't even hot. So we were, like, <laughs> so it would have just been funny. Um, but their coach found out. And I guess, I think he called the room and you picked up the phone and was, like, dude, is, like, is this, like, the Fountain Valley? Because they were down with us talking. So we were, like, yeah, like, yeah. where are you from? So they knew where we were from. Uh, somehow he, like, called downstairs, found out what rooms we were in, called the room. You answered the phone and was, like, is this, like, the Fountain Valley? Like, I need to talk to the head coach or whatever. And you're just, like, oh, like, wrong number, dude. And then you just hung up the phone. And then, uh, like, <laughs> you talk to us about it later. And you're, like, like what the fuck? Like, <laughs> quit being stupid. And you're, like, oh, we definitely had multiple talks about not being stupid after, after – remember when I flashed the Boys and Girls Club? When I was running and the cops showed up. I don't even know where the Boys and Girls Club is. Miles Square Park. I didn't, okay, I didn't flash on my wiener or anything. They were like yelling stuff as we were, me and Thomas Duxon were running by uh, when he came back after he graduated. And so like I showed him, I mooned him. Okay. As we ran by. And so then it was the same day that Amber had like a pool party at her house. And so we were all back there and you showed up to the pool party and you're like, where the fuck is Galen? Like, where the fuck is this oh, pool like at? Thing? Yeah. And uh, so like I get out of the pool and you're like, you pull me aside. And you're like, dude, like the cops showed up. Like, what the fuck, you idiot and stuff. I really remember that. And you said that like the Boys and Girls Club like leader used to run cross country. So she was like, we're not going to press charges or anything like that. <laughs> But I guess the cops showed up like right after I dipped. That would have been so bad. Um, there's many times that you've bailed me out. Um, but because then the next day, because that was like a Wednesday, the next day we had Villa Park and we were at, and so we had a whole talk about like being responsible, quit being retarded yeah. and stuff. And we were at, so after the race, we go to the Valentino's Pizza. And I fucking, when you're going around like unscrewing, or not unscrewing, when you're going around fucking collecting the money oh, from yeah. everybody, three bucks, whatever, uh, I had unscrewed your pepper uh, on the thing. And you fucking pour it, you go, and the whole thing just goes over all your pizza. And in the middle of the restaurant, you're just, you're just gailing like, you fucking dope. Like, what didn't we just, like, fucking yesterday have a conversation <laughs> about not being a jackass? And it was so funny. Cause <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so it was, it was good times. <laughs> but then you quit. Uh, let's that's qu- why. Let's, let's go, that's why. Because <laughs> I like pizza and you messed it up. 
we're just really quickly. Uh, our team was was really really good Dang. junior year. Yeah. Um, we should we could have made state. Robert made state. We were what four points away from. Yeah. From, if we if we ran our best race, we would have been the number two team in California. And we would have made it to nationals, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been insane. But then you know Hunter and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, because that was because I remember because I was just like a junior at the time, so I was like just becoming like like oh i know what i'm doing kind of and then it was just also the time that i was getting like really fast so i was like oh this is what i should be doing versus this is what i am doing mm-hmm. and so then like so i'd be on the runs and stuff and then like hunter would just stop and like just like start like kicking the fence and stuff and we're just like <laughs> all right like i guess we're taking a break here and stuff and so like but i didn't really think anything of it uh and then it lasted the whole season dude we were like god damn that was the most Stressful is not the right word. I guess frustrating. Yeah. Probably the most frustrating season of my life. But it should have been like the most fucking glorious. Like it should have been. Okay. No, you had a really good team back at El Toro. Team that won the nationals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although they were equally frustrating. Really? Almost. In a different way. Totally different ways. But we had the uh, the night before the night before nationals. My number one in one and three runner started got a, a straight up fist fight like punching in the face what the fuck why yeah. what was that brandon bethke no 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 this was two years after bethke graduated oh, okay so these were the guys who they made nationals when they were sophomores okay it was all sophomores and bethke as a senior oh shit and they made the nationals fuck yeah um and then when they were seniors we were crazy and that was that year my number 10 runner ran 949 fuck um, but yeah, these guys just got over what? Why were they fighting? Who knows? Because they were one of them was like close to you, like in terms of being an agitator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the other guy, he just he was just sick of it. And uh, I feel I could see that. Like, how to put this? He ended up becoming a marine. Okay. So that was his kind of mentality, like "f you." Right. I'm gonna stomp this, and then they they got into it. Who won the fight? Neither, because like if I was, I came in like right as it happened, and then just kind of like threw both of them like sideways and against a wall. Like, <laughs> F you guys! Like you're effing up my life now. <laughs> <laughs> so what was that like at the hotel room the I night was before? In the hotel room, yeah. Oh my night god. Before the yeah, That's, it was pretty. It was pretty rough, but but yours was still rougher because we it didn't dragged out the whole time, yeah, and we didn't have any of the the highs. Yeah, we like, just had expectations. Win a county title. I mean, right. we won one league, but that's when you're that good. Winning leagues kind of expected. Yeah. Um. But, and and it was because of the. I guess just the stupidity. Of, <laughs> like, I mean, Hunter will will forever be one of the most tragic experiences. I'm like, dude, you threw it all away over a chick. Okay, but hold on. Let's take a, like a quick split. Not not defending him, but she was so like. If she's not gonna listen to this, she was so ugly, dude. I, it wasn't worth it. I I'm a, I that was. I think I had that conversation with him. <laughs> 
was like, <laughs> what's going on, man? Like, you could, you could definitely, uh, I just, yeah, it was not, it was not worth it. It was not, not remotely worth it. Like, it would be different had it been, like, you know, a 10 or something, you know, yeah. or... Like your parents had like money or something, you know, where it's like, all right, well, I want something out of this. But it's just of, like, and even then, though, it wasn't. It would not have been worth giving up everything because you, your whole life you can you can nail chicks. You right. can get chicks always. <laughs> that experience was like once in a lifetime, one year in your life. Right. You have a shot to do this. Take advantage while you can because it's not going to be there next year or the year after or ever again for the rest of your life. Right. And that was the thing where we had the talent and we had the group, which is rare. I mean, you could be an individual star right. anytime in your life, but in order to do the things that we were trying to do, you needed, you know, six, seven guys all on board. Yeah. All making it happen. We pretty much stayed healthy the whole season too. There was yeah, some, the only thing that happened some was major injuries. David at the end got sick. He had that heart thing. It was that sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah that was that was harsh. Uh, but to, so after that season, uh, cross country and track are separated. So after the cross country season, uh, you didn't really fucking tell the team that you were quitting. You basically just called me, and then I told the team, "You're like, yeah, he's not coming back." But the phone call that we had, you called me, it was like 10 o'clock at night or something. Like, I'm in bed, like, just chilling in my boxers. And, like, you're, so you're just, like, explaining, like, like why you're quitting and stuff. And, like, I had, like, tears in my eyes, you know, because I was, like, like, a huge part of, like, my whole high school right there was just, like, all right, now i got to do something new. So I had, like, tears in my eyes. And then, like, in the middle of it, like, I'm just, like, like why and stuff. And you're, like, uh, yeah, can I get a 10-piece chicken McNuggets, please? <laughs> I was like, are you at McDonald's right now? You're like, yeah, I just got off work. I'm fucking hungry. I was like, oh my God. It was just the most Martin move ever, you know? It was pretty funny. Uh, uh, I've been accused of that several times. My aunt, like whenever I talk to her, which is rarely, but she's always like, are you calling me from a drive-thru again? <laughs> I'm like, that's when I've got some free time. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, but it was funny because I didn't even know you were in a car. It was just like, it was just out of nowhere. Like, yeah, like... Can I get? I thought you were joking at first, and then like I heard the guy's voice like repeat your order. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah. So that that year was nuts, and it was it was that that my senior year just fucking sucked because it was like that was pretty harsh. It was pretty it was pretty rough because then I also I broke my toe that year, uh, but I also broke my toe in like the stupidest way possible. We were having we were doing the uh, for. BBN or whatever the fuck it was, uh, a photo shoot. Oh, it was a photo shoot for the yearbook. So they were taking because oh, okay. I was the team captain. Whatever they were taking pictures of me, and but the guy was late. Did he let you be captain? Pretty, pretty much. It was wow. me, me and Joseph, I think. Um, and well, there was only three seniors, dude. Um, and um, we were waiting for the photographer to come. And so the football field is where we were taking the pictures. Um, oh, I don't know if I was. I don't. Remember. I wouldn't call it team captain. I didn't really give a shit at that point. Like my senior year, I didn't care. Um, and but it was for the yearbook because they did that whole page thing with the picture of me and then the write up, whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. And um, we were waiting. And so the football team, the giant pyramid thing that they like, they hit with their arm and then like spin move, whatever. Is yeah. but it bounces back up. 
So I like play fought that thing and like I, I got it to the ground and I kicked it as hard as I could, like my right foot. But I didn't know that the, the base is made out of concrete. Oh. So I just straight just for no reason. Kicked a curb basically. Basically just kicked a curb as hard as I could. Broke, broke my toe in like two points, my big toe in two points. And we had Sunset League prelims that like an hour later. And, oh, geez. And so I raced on it um, and I got like seventh or whatever. But after the race, I remember Patrick Bersiago comes up. We were just looking at the, the results over by the bathroom at Central Park. And I had my shoe off and my toe is just huge and just black and purple. And he came up and he's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck happened and stuff? And I was like, I told him what happened. He's like, dude, you raced on that? Like, all this stuff. Like, that's kind of gangster. I'm like, no, oh, like, I wish I did better, you know? Like, what am I going to say? Like, oh, I can't race today, guys. I fucking yeah. kicked a curb. <laughs> like, um, JD was pissed. He was pissed. And then I think I missed, like, a couple races. And then it just never was the same um, that year. Because... Um, Oh, I ended up. I actually ended up getting third that year by .3. Fucking Thomas I about kicked me by .3 seconds at league finals, and I got third. Oh, wow. so, I was, so I was actually like really hyped about it because my toe was still fucking broken. Uh, it's like an eight week recovery period, and this was like four weeks in. Um, so that was nuts. But yeah, so it was. And then track season was just a joke. I can it, it was. I was just by that time I was already over it. By the time track rolled around, like I was thinking about just like quitting because I was like this is fucking. This sucks. Nobody wanted to be there. The team just was going to what it is now, and it's just kind of, it's just kind of nuts. I think that is nuts how the team went from being like just like a powerhouse like for two years, and then we never even like three became. Oh well, yeah, we we three peated. Yeah, we never really became what we should have became, and then it just disappeared. Fell off the face yeah, of it was nuts. Um, what was your favorite team of any year of any? Like coaching, like, is there any like, even if they weren't that great, is there any year that just stands out? Is, and why? Mm. You know, besides the twenty thirteen Fountain Valley team, you know, <laughs> all time favorite. Fountain Valley. Probably it would have been your. It might have been your freshman year. Is that the year they made CIA finals and they weren't supposed to? Yeah, with Jay, yeah. Jay yeah. and Jordan, because everyone on that team was Jay, Jordan, and you know, Alex, and Will, Sam, those guys were juniors, Max was junior. But I think because going into that season, there was no expectation. Right. And the year before, they didn't even make CIF. <laughs> Um, and then to place in the like top ten in CIF the following year, yeah. that was like a huge upswing, and everyone just came together, started doing work, and it's like that was like the beginning. And then also the fact that we three peated, or not three peated, but we won all levels at league. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was awesome because it was it was a deep team, so everyone did good, and like we dominated on. Varsity, JV, and Frostop. It wasn't even like, oh yeah, we won by two points. <laughs> we just crushed everyone, and there was there was very little, very little drama on that team. Almost none. Yeah, there wasn't any. I remember um, that. It was that was that was a really really solid year. Um, 
Although it's it is tough though to beat the the team of Brandon Betke senior year. Right. Just because one senior who was one of the top three runners in the country, tough to beat. Right. That runs 1430 at sack. Fuck. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of the team is all sophomores. And we end up getting, uh, I think we were 16th at the Nationals. Didn't you guys, like, wasn't, didn't you tell a story about how you guys got, like, disqualified from Nationals and then you ran in the open race and ran a faster time than the winning that team? That was those sophomores when they were a senior. How'd they get DQ'd? No, no, we weren't DQ'd. What happened was my number, we were in a car crash the day before the state meet. The fuck? Yeah. All right. Um, our van um, got... You just t- stepped on a fucking Dorito, you uh, fat ass. Why do you have it? That ain't mine. <laughs> uh, that was my party the other night. Yeah, our van got T-boned. Uh, and that kind of shook everyone up. Like, that was as we were coming back from dinner the night before state. Right. Um, and that rattled probably the guys a little bit, maybe more than it should have, or it gave them something else to think about or, or sure. just focus. Um, but then... My number one runner ended up being my number seven runner that day. Jeez. Yeah, like he just completely, complete and utter meltdown. And then because of that, we ended up getting fourth in state instead of winning the state title. But what really sucked was that the teams that went one two was uh, Tribuco and Royal. Okay. At CIF finals, all three teams were within five points. Us, Tribuco, Royal, all within five points of each other. All right. So we were all, and we had a bad day. <laughs> like, and so but even on a bad day, we were all three of us really, really solid. And then the fourth team, I think, was, I want to say it was Davis. Okay. Um, who we had just crushed. Because we raced against them at Stanford and just smacked them. However, because they beat us at the state meet, we were not allowed to get the at-large berth because there was no way Davis was good enough to make the nationals to get the qualification. Oh, yeah. But because they beat us by, like, two points, they wouldn't allow us to flip-flop. Damn. So we had run, you know, one guy had run two points better we would have been third, we would have got the at-large bid, we still would have gone, right? and we would have won the Nationals. Um, so that year, though, at Nationals, when we found out that we end up not getting the invitation, right. that one year they had an, what they called the open race. And so any team that wanted to pay their own way to go to the Nationals could go there, run the race, same course, same day, same everything. It was like the races were like 20 minutes apart, and it was basically like a B-section race. Right. Um, and then what was weird, like Nike paid for a team from Kenya to come. Oh, damn. Yeah. So there's, there's seven Kenyan kids. <laughs> and then but the other race, the B race, still had teams like us. Arcadia was in there. Like it was like still legit. loaded teams. Crescenta Valley, like they were, they were legit. Um, and the Kenyans just slaughtered everyone, like by landslide. Like it wasn't even close. <laughs> um, but our team, we won the open race, but our team time was 58 seconds faster than the team time of the team that won the nationals. 
Oh, shit. So we had the best team in America. That's badass. Yeah, I remember yeah. that story. That's yeah, fucking nuts. That was legit. Uh, to throw it back to a funnier story, you say that <laughs> so, someone told me that you could regurgitate ice cream. I could pretty much regurgitate anything. But How? And why? I have, I think I learned it with like sweets as a kid. And the thing <laughs> I learned it with was ice cream. <laughs> because like you're like, you're, you're like six years old, you're eating an ice cream cone, you finish it. What do you want? Another ice cream you cone. You want more ice cream? Is your mom going to buy you another ice cream cone? No. So I somehow just learned to regurgitate it, bring it back up. But it wasn't, like the weird thing was, and I don't know if I'm different than other people, or I have no idea if it's something strange with me, because it's not like a skill that I think of. But it's not throwing. Like there's no bile, there's no sour, like if you throw up, like it's nasty. Right. This is not that. In fact, I can eat it, eat ice cream, and like 30 seconds later, like my mouth will be empty. Like I remember doing this one time on like when I was like a sophomore in college, we were up at Slow for an Invitational, and fortunately this chick was really into me. <laughs> um, and they were all like, can you really do it, can you really do it? I'm like, yeah, it's still gonna come out cold. And then I ate ice cream, opened my mouth, like it was empty, like there's nothing in my mouth, brought it back up, <laughs> spit it into a cup, and then she took a bite. But I'm like, how is it? She's like, it's delicious and it's still frozen. Oh, can you regurgitate that donut right there? Or is it like too, like too oddly shaped? I mean, it's not like you bring up things in shapes. It's like you just bring the stuff back up. Let me see. No way. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Ice cream, ice cream I can do really easily. <laughs> Try this donut. Also, just, just to fill the time while he's eating this donut, uh, you also taught me the, the etiquette of eating at McDonald's, that you, uh, you always eat your fries first. Always eat your fries first. If someone's going to steal your food, they're, they're going to steal your fries. Like one guy's getting something, someone else getting something. People come by, like, oh, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Let me grab, you got to grab your french fries. So eat those first because those are coveted. No one ever like walks up to you while you're eating a burger and says, oh, hey, you got a burger there. Let, let me have a bite. Right. Never happens. <laughs> fries. If you, if you value them, eat them first. <laughs> they also get cold the fastest too. That is true. I think you also taught me to, at McDonald's to uh, ask for fries no salt because they have to make it fresh. You can just salt on yourself. I can't believe for for those listening, you can't see it. I'm taking a video right now, but he's I don't I don't know. Are you gonna be able to I have no idea. This it's is not something that I practice. Like it's not like like something that I'm like. If oh. I could do that, I would I would do that all the time. I would like I would go down to downtown Huntington, go to the pier, and fucking just do it in front of people. Have sixteen actually. But you can only do it for so long. Because after a while your stomach starts getting to it. will turn into like acid and bile and nasty. Like, then you're like throwing up. All right, bring that back right now. I don't know if I can. Does it look weird? It would just look like chewed food. No, like, does it look weird when you do it? Like, does your body shake and shit? No. Like, if you were to go into a seizure right now, like, I'd have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> no, no. I don't know. You know what? We'll give it some time. If I can, in the next 10 minutes, I'll let you know. Okay. And then you just have to take my word for it because I'll tell you how it tastes. Oh, my God. It's a donut that has just been chewed but not swallowed. 
How did you find out that you could do this? Was it an accident? I, I literally, I was like six. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, when I was six, I didn't even know how to jerk off, and you were figuring out how to eat food twice. All in the good stuff. All right, that's an interesting question. Do you remember the first time you ever masturbated? Yep. Well, is it a funny story? Like, what was it? What were you thinking about? I was 35. <laughs> <laughs> the first time, not the last time. Last night. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> no, at home, I was, I was like, like I said before, I was a, I, I had a halo as a kid. I'm pretty sure I was 19. When you first masturbated? Yeah. Well, how old were you when you lost your virginity? 19. Jesus. No, 20, 20. 20. Yeah, I was a sophomore in college. Late bloomer, man. Yeah. That's, what the hell? Yeah. That's nuts. So, um. I was a really good kid. I remember the first time I masturbated, I was like 12 or 13, and I had just seen a Taylor Swift music video. Oh, God. <laughs> And so, like, I was like, my dick got hard, and I was like, all right, you know, I guess this is it. And so, like, I don't know what I was doing, you know? And so, but in my head, you know, you always picture something. If you're not watching porn, you're picturing something. So I was picturing me, like, railing her in a lighthouse. <laughs> like, it was just a lighthouse. I don't know. I can't even explain it. But, yeah, that was the first time. So, like. So just thinking about Taylor Lautner and just stroke. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Oh, oh Swift. Sorry, man. <laughs> Same time period, though. <laughs> Points for accuracy. Um, all right, so how's life been since fucking 2013, man? You have a kid now? I do, I do, yeah. She'll be three this month. Oh, my God. Or, are we in junior? I don't even know what date it is. It's, it's like the 32nd right now. It's oh. not 32nd. It's like the 29th right now. Okay. She'll be, she'll be three in 27 days. Um, yeah. You, whoa, whoa, you did the math that, that quick? What the fuck? It's not really hard math. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's it's awesome. I uh, it's I feel like I like a cliche because I didn't not want kids. I certainly didn't want kids now, but I always wanted kids eventually. Sure. But I wanted kids perfectly, like be married first, uh, have a house, like actually like have like the traditional family and all that stuff. Right. Um, I would have never wanted kids outside of that. I feel that. I remember when when we first found out about it is like the kid was literally born when we found because you didn't post like oh I'm gonna be a dad no. or anything. So like my we, roommate didn't know. Really? Literally the day my I still remember it's so funny. My roommate Dan, him and his girlfriend Lauren were sitting on the couch and I come home. I'm like oh where were you? I'm like oh I just had a kid. She was just born. And they're like oh funny. I'm like no you want to see pictures? I'm like wait you're not serious. What are you talking about? And they thought I was joking. And yeah, he'd lived with me for like three years, had no idea that I had a kid or that I literally, that she was pregnant or whatever and stuff. And they'd even met the girl like once. Oh my <laughs> God. Cause we were scrolling, I was scrolling through like Facebook and I just see, it was like, oh, Mark Pinnell tagged in like a thing. And I saw the caption and I was like, oh, like he must've just had like a nephew. I look at the picture and I was like, oh, this fool had a fucking kid. I was like, damn. Yeah, everyone, that one kind of blew up because a lot of people that post got a shitload of likes too, because yeah. everyone was like, "What the fuck?" No, really? everyone thought it was. Everyone thought it was a practical <laughs> joke. Like dude, Martin would totally do that. I'm like, the joke was that I didn't tell anyone. Like, how do you keep that a secret? Like, that was a that was a joke nine months in the telling. You knew not the whole nine month period. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Yeah, well, I mean, eight months technically. We found out a month. She was pregnant for a month when we found out. Oh, shit. So what was, you said it was kind of an interesting story. Like, what happened? Like, how'd that even happen? So, me and the mom, we were... She doesn't even have a name. It's just the mom. Amy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we were in the same class in sixth grade together. Dude, I'm actually loving where this story is going. We were in the class for a month. She what? was brand new to the school. We sat next to each other for a month. And then I think our class was like too big or something. And so they split us into like two classes. And then she went to the other class. Damn. And so then she wasn't in my class. Like I probably saw her at like recess and lunch a little bit. But basically we had about a month where we sat next to each other and talked and it was cool. Right. And then... We finished sixth grade. She went to one junior high. I went to another. She went to one high school. I went to another. She went to Mission, Viejo. Okay. Uh, which is like our rival school and whatnot. And never had another thought of her again. Right. Anything, blah, 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 blah. Back in the time when there was no like Instagram to like fucking keep up with people. There was not even pagers yet. Uh, maybe, I don't know, cell phones. Okay. There's, this, there's, this, dude, this is like, this, this the fuck? It was like the 90s, this isn't is 1989. it? 1989. Yeah, they have phones back then. Not cell phones. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Alexander Graham Bell had invented the phone by then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is this is before all uh, days of modern contact. Um, and then on her thirty fourth birthday, she came into the restaurant where I was working in Newport. Um, her and her best friend, and they just got hammered. And then they did you recognize each other? Well, yeah, they were. They ended up leaving the restaurant right as I got off. I never saw them in the restaurant. Oh, okay. And then I just got off, and so I'm walking through the parking lot, and then they're walking through the parking lot, um, just like laughing and kind of like stumbling and tripping, which for a dude, that's like you tune into that like a tractor being like, like oh, oh Jesus! I hear girls laughing and can't walk straight. <laughs> like, we do not, here at the podcast, we do not condone rape. We uh, have a drink first. Yeah. No, they already have a lot of drinks. No, um, you, oh. have to, you have to have a drink first. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I went over there, and I'm like, went to take a look, and then all of a sudden, like, I recognized her, and I'm like, holy crap. Um, like, Amy, and then she, like, took a second to, like, look at me, and she's like, wait, Martin Pinnell? And I was like, oh, Nice. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, I haven't seen you since sixth grade. And she just told me, she's like, oh, I'm here with my best friend. It's my birthday, blah, blah, blah. We're partying. Da, da. She's like, what are you up to? I'm like, I'm just getting off. Um, and then she was like, want to hang out? I'm like, yeah. Where, where do you guys want to go party after this? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, where's your car? And she's like, we don't even know. I'm like, well, hop in mine. We'll go back. Uh, we'll go out. I'm like, but first I got to swing by my place first so I can go get changed. And they're like, yeah, cool. And so we went to my house. Um, I go to go get changed. Um, they were out there talking with my roommate, whatever. Is that I, this place? No, no, no. This was my, my previous place. Okay. And um, all of a sudden, Amy comes into the bedroom and then closes the door behind her. I'm like, well, that's, that, that only happens for one reason. If a girl comes into your room and closes the door. Okay, or she's just going to tell you she has, like, an STD or something, you know? There could be many things that that means. She could be like, oh, like, can I change after you're done? Or she could be like... Not if I'm... No, because then she would maybe ask for me to leave. Okay. She closes, okay. I'm in the room, she's in the room, and she closes the door. All right. All Nine right. times out of ten, that's going somewhere. 
And uh, <laughs> yeah, like I show her like the picture of us in sixth grade and this and that. Like, hey, you just had it queued up. Yeah. No, I'm pretty good at finding stuff like, on, on the fly if I need to. If, if I think it's you gonna, needed it then, huh? It's really... gonna help. <laughs> and I showed her where she signed my yearbook. I'm like, she's like, oh, keep in touch, give me your phone number. I'm like, ah, apparently you didn't keep in touch, but whatever. Um, oh, that's the move, man. That's the move. <laughs> and then uh, all of a sudden, she's like, I can't remember the exact phrase what it was, but it was, it's your lucky night. And I go, well, why is that? She goes, because it's my birthday, but you're the one getting laid. Damn, just like that? Y'all didn't even go out yet? No, that was... We we'd had 15 minutes since the sixth grade together. <laughs> and uh, so we started like making out, messing around a little bit. And her homie's just outside? Yeah. Didn't have sex that night. Um, so she lied? No, no, no. She was fully ready and wanting to. I had still a bit of a conscience. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, and I was like, eh, because she's like, I kind of have a boyfriend. What? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, gonna the th- I thought you were talking about because she was like wasted and you were sober. No, that too. Oh, okay, okay. Like, it was just one of those things where I'm like, and I'm not that good where like literally at that time had it been, well, also I had just broken up with my girlfriend probably like the week before. Nice. And so I wasn't totally like... I was certainly not close to being over her yet. Sure. You broke up with her? Who knows? Probably. <laughs> like, well, we just fought a lot. Like, we just... Yeah. We broke up in a fight. Right. And we ended up getting back together, like, a week after this. Oh, shit. So, like, it was... Like, we were on a two-week break, but it wasn't set as a break. Right. But, like, we we broke up and got together. It's Myrna. You remember her? Oh, yeah. Like, dude, she know? was a snitch, dude. The black chick? <laughs> I remember... I remember we were at Villa Park one time and you brought her and we were like making fun of her or whatever and we were, you had bought everybody like the two liters and I remember I'd, I was going to steal one so like I had it under like my jacket rubber but she saw it and she went and like told you and I was sitting with like Joseph and like whoever and you come over to the table and you're like, you're like what's going on fellas? And we're like, oh nothing man, like thanks for the pizza, like having a good time, you know? And you're like, you're like, what do you call, what do you call nuts on a wall? I was like, uh, walnuts? And you're like, what do you call nuts on your chest? I was like, uh, chestnuts? You're like, what do you call uh, nuts on your chin? I was like, I don't know. And you're like, my dick in your mouth, you don't give me that fucking two liter back. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, way, fuck. I just regurgitated. What? I just regurgitated, by the way. Nah. I did. I brought it up. Just for that laugh? Yeah. You didn't show me. I do know. it again. It wasn't good. No. <laughs> not everything works. All right. This one was not worth... Uh, I'm going to get some water, actually. Keep talking. Okay, we're going to keep talking. Um, Martin Pinnell, man. He, he, he looks fatter than he did before. He kind of looks like a Make-A-Wish kid if like he just kept living. All right, and then he's back. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that, one, that one was not a successful venture. <laughs> it worked, and you didn't notice. Like, I can do it all stealth. No, yeah, no, it was, yeah, I don't know. I just believe you. That was fucking was gross. True. true. Yeah, I came up... Not so bueno. But anyway, so how did the kid part happen? Okay. Well, you, you're missing the, the, the better part of that story. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so we finish up and we don't end up having sex. And we leave the bedroom and we're Total all, elapsed time. Huh? Total elapsed time on that. Oh, we were in my room for probably 25 minutes. Okay. Um, and then we're all going to leave because we're all going to go out. Um, 
me and the two girls. And then they walk out first and they're like on my patio. Sure. And I hear her best friend, because they know each other. And these, these girls are pretty wild. They've done, they've got a history together. And she's like, you had sex with him, didn't you? <laughs> and Amy's like, no, I didn't. And she's like, I know you. I know you did. And she's like, no, I promise. She's like, promise me you didn't. And he was like, I promise I didn't. And her friend's like, okay, okay. And you and your roommate are just like listening to these two fools talk? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it wasn't like a conversation. It was literally like, oh, okay. It was 10 seconds of talking. Right. And then, but I heard all of it. And then, like, I walked out right within the three of us, uh, got in a car, my car. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we, want, we need to go pick something up um, at our friend's house where we're staying. So we drive over. Uh, to their friend's house who lives in Newport. And we go there and we go out to like their, her guest, she has like a guest house. She has like a killer place. Sure. And I'm looking on the wall, I'm like, oh my God, I totally know this girl because I went to high school with her. And she's like, yeah, that's our other best friend. I'm like, get out, like we're crazy, like what a small world. Yeah. And so like, yeah, we're we staying don't. here in the thing and then they go both go back to the bedroom. Um, Amy, so I have she just straight pretty much insta passes out. Okay. And then like five minutes later, her friend comes back out and she's like, yeah, Amy's, Amy's done for the night. I'm like, okay. And she's like, but I still want to party. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, Let's go. And so we ended up going out to a bar, having a few drinks. And then she's like, you just want to go back to your place? And I was like, might as well. And so we go back up and then, and this is probably... You know, less than 90 minutes from when Amy was on my bed, then her best friend was on my bed. Jeez, dude, you're a monster, man. And then more Killing it. on me. <laughs> like, pretty much, yeah. Like, she was, yeah. Close her off. She was on top. And then we're, like, making out. And then this chick is super, super intuitive. Because as much as I wanted to be into it, I really wasn't. And she's like, you're thinking about someone else right now, aren't you? Oh, what the I fuck? was like, holy crap, like you're clairvoyant. Like, how can you tell that? And I was like, but yeah, I go, yeah, I just broke up with my ex like a week ago, so I'm still kinda <laughs> in a weird spot right now. She's like, no, it's cool, I understand. Um, she's like, Can you take me home now? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and so got dressed, took her home, and then got out of the car, and I'm like, okay, well, see ya. <laughs> that was that. And not a conversation, not an exchange of phone numbers for either of them. Since? Well, obviously now you... Yeah, but nothing. Like that, that ended it. Damn. Like, yeah, we were, we were done. And then uh, fast forward like six more years or five years more. This was five years ago? Yeah, this was... No, this was eight years ago. Oh, my God. Yeah, eight years ago. And then fast forward five years into the future... And then I'm at my 20-year reunion. Oh, shit. And I run into the third best friend who I didn't see that night. Oh, sure. And the funny thing was, is like I knew we knew each other were, but we had never said hello even in high school. Like, we right. never spoke, but I knew exactly who she was and like went right up to her. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, you know, like a, I'm sure you heard the story about what happened five years ago. She's like, oh, my gosh. Like, actually, the three of us. We talk about that fairly often. Like it just comes up like in random conversation. In fact, we have a, a name for it, like in our little 
in our little group. And whenever something just is ridiculous, like insane or blah, 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 she's like, we refer to it as a Martin Pinnell kind of night. <laughs> like when two best friends are both trying to hook up with the same guy and neither one of them pull it off. Which is crazy because they were both... Okay, don't make yourself seem like a No, no, it wasn't like... that. But like, I, it wasn't like... Because they're freaking both hot. Sure. Like, really hot. It was literally all on me just, I don't know, being kind of chivalrous and kind of retarded. <laughs> but, so that was that. And then she's like, yeah, you should totally give Amy a call. Um, she just uh, broke up with her boyfriend, so she's single and looking to mingle. I'm like, all right, give me your number. So I call her. Uh, you, you didn't send a text, you just called? Yeah. That's, that's pretty gangster, dude. I'm not that high risk. Cause then you have to like hear their voice and shit, and like then you're put on the spot. You know, someone texts you, you're just like, oh cool, like I got time, time to think of something better than what I would say. <laughs> well, I think conversation is a lost art, but it needs to come back. Work on that. I, um, yeah, I will. But uh, yeah, so we went out, and then I think I'm trying to remember. It might have been the first time we went out. Actually, we went and grabbed some tacos down in Newport on a Tuesday. Came back here, we go right to my bedroom, and this is how gangster she is. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, so are you gonna put out this time or what? Damn! And I was blown away, I was like, holy crap, this girl's forward. In fact, when she actually announced her pregnancy on Facebook, that was one of her hashtags. Are you gonna put out or what? <laughs> Dude, 30s sound wild, man. So how did it happen? Like, was it just an accident? Or did she sounds like maybe she poked a hole in a condom or what? There was no... Yeah, I, we, we were skinning it. <laughs> um, I even kind of pulled out, but I still remember specifically... You, wait, wait, what? How do you kind of pull out? Well, you apparently don't fully pull out because she was <laughs> like... Because I definitely pulled out. And most of it got on her. And she's like... But she's like, you, I feel like you pulled out kind of late that time. And I'm like, uh, I think we're okay. She's like, you sure? I'm like, I'm pretty sure. How does it, how does it come out, man? Because I, like, I don't know if like, I got something. But like when I was in high school and shit, like, you know, it'd be like jerking off and it would come out like a fucking water fountain, you know? And now it's like it just comes out like fucking soft serve or something. Well, you're probably doing it a lot more. <laughs> Go celibate for a month and watch what happens. A month? I don't know. I'm just saying to like really blast, like saying like <laughs> if you're blasting on a daily basis, you're not going to have that much ammo. All right. I feel that. Like if you let it build up for two weeks, like I remember always after Mammoth, I'd come home and that was like the first thing was like I couldn't wait. And it was like, oh my God, damn. Because that week. Well, you couldn't wait because you're around all the, like, the girls all the time or what? No, because I didn't. <laughs> I didn't nut in Mammoth. You didn't trick off? No. Even we jerked off in Mammoth. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had you people to contend with. I didn't need you walking in. <laughs> Plus, there was no internet. Um, we had we had Wi-Fi. Did we? I don't remember that. That was the, I think that was the first thing that we all checked. Yeah, because we had. I remember that same year, the first night we got there, we had just. It was like we had just eaten after we did Mammoth Rock, whatever, and we had a speaker system in our room. And we, we made like one of those, I don't even remember what it was called, but one of those like videos and like everybody's like Harlem Shake, the Harlem Shake oh, videos. God. And so we did that and Anthony Camargo 
jumped off the second floor and we like aligned the couches but like so the ending of the video is him jumping off and landing on the couches and of course we were making a shitload of noise it's like 9 p.m and so hunter galino's mom like came up and was like hey like what's going on up here you guys sound like you guys are jumping off the roof and we we, we all just started because we, we literally were jumping off off the roof uh, and it was funny as shit because as she was walking downstairs, we had a speaker system that was in the, and so we turned the speaker system, opened the window, these were just dickheads, and we blasted, remember that song, the N-word, N-word, N-word? I'm like, I'm 100%. I'm 100%, I'm 200% nigga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that I mean, one. You said that word, you're quoting a song. Okay. They say it, I don't know, I don't believe in that whole, it's our word. No, you either say that word or you don't. I'm going to choose not to say Fair it. Fair enough. You can say it. I mean, I don't say it, like, disrespectfully, but, like, that's one thing I love to do. Like, I laugh, like, watching, like, white people, like, uh, listening to Biggie. <laughs> like, listening to see, like, because they're all singing along. And like, da 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 If you don't know, now you know, nigga. Like, and I hear, like, because you'll say, if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> like, uh, sing the song, you bastard. <laughs> Whatever. We started blasting that out out the window for no reason, just for being pieces of shit. And just we were just—I kind of, don't even remember why we did it, but it was funny as fuck. Um, all right, we're coming down to the closing. The closing minute. Is there anything you wanted to, to close on? Throw in here this lasting legacy of an episode. Not that, I, like I said, this, this is my uh, first experience. This was definitely a fun time. It was good yeah, it's, up, it's uh, talking, uh, walking down uh, memory lane a little bit there. Um, We're stumbling through it. Yeah. <laughs> it would be more fun to be to do this like Drunk History. I've not seen that show. You've not? I've not it's seen fantastic. that show. It's fantastic. But just to have like People a, get drunk and then try to tell history, right? That's it? Yeah. But this is pretty much what we would do tonight. We talked about history. Yeah. That um, would be funny. The difference is, is it's not common history, so not like everyone already knows about what happened in the Civil War. Right. But to still try and stumble through conversation with a major buzz, I'm sure it would be... Slightly funnier or more uh, unedited. (laughs) All right, well, thanks for doing the podcast, man. My pleasure.